VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. When you want to have fun and have scratchers to scratch, there's a playful way you can do just that. Scratch with the key or acrylic nail. Scratch with the quill from a porcupine tail. Use a belt buckle from your friend Lamar. Or scratch with your pick while you play guitar. You can scratch in a bunch of different playful ways. Scratchers from the California Lottery. A little play can make your day. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. What is The Briefing Room? It's a behind-the-scenes look at how the criminal justice system works and the lives of the people within that system. If you love true crime, well, these are the real people who do the job every day of making sure justice is served. Hi, I'm Detective Dave. I'm Detective Dan. Together, we have decades of experience in local law enforcement, a profession that we think is often misunderstood. So we're going to explore how to do it right, and we won't shy away from when it's done wrong. These are stories you'll hear nowhere else. Unique, frank, and unvarnished. From the team that brought you Small Town Dicks, this is The Briefing Room. Episode 1 drops on August 30th. We'll meet you in The Briefing Room. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com Welcome back to Little Cuts, our weekly mini-sode where we dig into the things that we've been watching recently. I'm Terry. I'm Mary Beth, and uh, we have an extra person here today for the first time yep. ever on the Little Cuts. We have Robbie Banfitch, director of The Outwaters, here with us to talk about movies. I asked to be here. You did ask to be here. And I am very excited because we're going to be talking about some found footage films, and then we're going to be talking about Robbie's pick, which is a, a favorite of his. I'm very excited to be talking with you about your, your pick you brought with you for us to watch together. I totally even forgot about that segment. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's, it's so weird, Robbie, because I was looking up emails to figure out when we had recorded last and it was literally almost a year ago it was march 14th Wait, are you serious that we recorded yeah so it was like six days from now would be a year anniversary from when we first recorded with you oh happy anniversary <laughs> what a wild year it's been <laughs> in that year you've released a movie you have another movie coming out you have two short films coming out like, you've done a lot this last I know, year. what an obnoxious asshole. Ugh, I know, making it so hard for the rest mm. of us. Um, yeah, been doing stuff, so. Just some, just some stuff, just a couple things. A few just things. A couple things. How's it been? I mean, we've talked offline a lot, but, like, how's it been the last year? Uh, very busy. Very busy in between watching reality TV, and then I get really busy, and then I watch reality TV, and then I get very busy. Robbie and I are very similar. <laughs> it's been weird. 
It's been good. You know how it's been. <laughs> but our listeners don't, Robbie. <laughs> yeah, Robbie. I don't know. It's been, I haven't really had any time, like, uh, to, pr- you know, I'm just kind of in work mode all the time. So I'm like doing this, doing that, doing this, doing that, doing this, yeah. doing that. So there's not a whole lot of um, enjoyment to be had <laughs> with, like, movie influencers kind of thing. But, you know, well, I'll be appreciative in, like, a month when I look back on it. And you stop reading letterbox reviews? I'll never stop reading and lurking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you sent me a few of them, and boy, people have feelings. They do, and a lot of people are big fucking babies. I'm not talking about people that dislike the movie for, for yeah. various reasons that I understand. I'm talking about the the babies that that are like saying like we need to we need to help climate change keep going. So Robbie Banfish doesn't make another movie. I like, know. People are I'm mean. sorry, it's too late. I made three more. <laughs> You're like, ooh, sorry. <laughs> Can't get rid of me that easily, motherfucker. Yeah, no, that's been um interesting because for the most part, um, I see criticisms that I already saw the whole way through making it and editing it and test screening it, and obviously those decisions I decided against. <laughs> but yeah, um, there's a few new ones I wasn't anticipating, such as how annoying uh, I am. <laughs> so that's a big one. These fucking annoying white people. So okay. I don't really know how to address that. Maybe <laughs> Stop being annoying. Yeah, I know. But no, no, it's been interesting. It's been interesting. I bought those earrings that um they made that have all of like the subtitles of all the sounds. Yeah, I, it almost makes me wish my ears were pierced. I'm so excited. Well, we'll be in San Francisco. I can't, can't do it. Why? Pain. Ah, come on. Come I'm on. So- I'm so bad with physical pain. Yeah. I'm like, um, I, I must, I either am extra sensitive to it or just a total baby like the people leaving certain reviews. Well, you have one thing on. Purpurina says they heal so easy, it's barely a pinch. It's barely a pinch. Maybe you could convince me in San Francisco. Oh my God. Can we go get Robbie's ears pierced really in San drunk. Francisco? <laughs> one ear pierced. Like my dad had his ear piercing. Like one Yeah, ear. just like one. Yeah. Ooh, my brother has that too. And he like puts these like dangly earrings in it. I'm like, you're so 20 years old. <laughs> yeah, I would want like a tiny baby one. <laughs> yeah. Or, what we, you know, I'll give you one of my Outwaters earrings and then we can have friendship earrings. So I have one and you have the other. <laughs> yeah. How does it feel to be part of a global conspiracy, um, Mary Beth, to uh, hype the movie? Oh, it feels awesome. I really love all of the money that's being channeled into me to fund the Illuminati conspiracy about the Outwaters. Yeah, I'm I I totally. So I did forget. Is that something that people are saying? I just wrote Uh a whole whole elaborate um, review about the conspiracy to hype the movie. I mean, obviously, the New York Times is in on it. I'm so glad I have such good connections there. Um, Rolling Stone, really great that I've been friends with them forever. It's like, I was working at Greenpeace while I made this. I still can't pay my rent. I don't have connections except now, after the fact. So, but, no, I was 
it was interesting because I totally forgot about like conspiracy thinking because after the last election, I'm like, all right, I'm done with news for a while. I'll take a break after that past like five years, six years or whatever it was. And then now I'm starting to read things again. But yeah, I forgot that people can be weird and stupid. But they Wait, can. Justin in the chat just said that he was accused of being a bot for loving the Outwaters. Well, you are, Justin. You are a bot. The Russians are in on it. The Russians are spreading yeah. lies. Porn bots are spamming you. <laughs> I love the Outwaters written on their tits. It's yeah. Oh, I want some titties. <laughs> some some writing on some titties. No, um, oh, yeah, no, I did forget that. Now, again, this is, I'm not talking about people who just don't like the movie for whatever reason. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about idiots. That's what I'm talking about. Or people like personally that, attacking you. Like, personally attacking you, too. That's fine. Bring it on, bitches. But, um, <laughs> no, what I'm talking about is, like, people whose brain can't process that other people have different brains that may like different things for different reasons or that kind of thing. It is fake. Fucking bots. Fucking bots. Yeah. Outwaters bots. Um, actually, the Outwaters is all about... What the fuck is that? Is that just liquor? Horse soldier whiskey. Woo! <laughs> They're just like so horse thought, tranquilizer. I'm like, you're just drinking ketamine. <laughs> I, I, I no. Um, I thought, I'm on Little Cuts. Better Get have loose. fun. Where my Get apple Smoke a Ooh, cigarette. Bitch. Sorry, I know that term could be offensive, but... Wait. Okay. Oh, I call I call our listeners bitch all the time. I, it's it's a it's a term of endearment. Okay, oh. before we talk about what Terry has brought, can we just have Vanderpump Rules Corner really quick? Because I know that Robbie yeah, knows do. about the drama a little bit. I know about the drama. So uh, one thing, it's funny that you say that because on Polygon yesterday or today there was this big article about how Vanderpump's breakup is like the red wedding. Okay, so let's get into it. Because so basically what has happened, and so I am not a I know of Vanderpump Rules. I know I have but I haven't watched it as much as I've watched Real Housewives. And Robbie, you've watched Vanderpump Rules, right? Well, I've only watched three uh I, I'm watching the new season. Be- yeah, obviously. I've, I've never seen it. Other than oh, okay, the- cool. Because um Heather McDonald of Juicy Scoop fame is friends with yes. Lala, and I like Lala yes. in the context of Juicy Scoop. So Fuck that yeah. prompted me to watch this season. Now, I oh, have yeah. gone back and I saw two episodes from season two. The one where that girl is slapped, backhanded yeah. by Dossie. And then the following one when Tom Sandoval punches Jax. That Good. was hot. That was hot. So everybody who's not aware of the Vanderpump Rules drama, basically... Uh, it couple of the show, Tom Sandoval and Ariana, um, have split because Tom was cheating on her with Raquel, whose actual name is Rachel, but calls herself Raquel to seem cool, who is also someone who has been on the show for a long time. Oh, I thought you were on Little Cuts. I was like, Raquel was on Little Cuts? No, Raquel was, <laughs> Raquel was not on Little Cuts, unfortunately. So basically, everything is blown up in the world of Vanderpump Rules, especially because there's been this whole thing where they thought Raquel was trying to hook up with another Tom, but the uh, Tom was covering for Tom Sandoval. And it's just, it it is 
the most incredible drama I've ever witnessed. I'm reading articles. I'm on mess. I'm on subreddits about this. Like, I am all in on this bullshit. Like, I don't even care. These are the worst. These people are worse than the people on Real Housewives. And I love it. It is about the restaurant industry and the worst kinds of people work in the restaurant industry. And it's just like gorgeous. So Vander, for people who don't know what Vanderpump Rules is, Lisa Vanderpump, who is on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, has a spinoff show about her restaurant, Sir. That, Robbie, you've been to, right? Because it's in West no, Hollywood. No, I went to Pump with it Madeline. Pump. With Madeline Kessner. See how it all connects? See how this conspiracy all this connects? Is the, this is the global conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Illuminati right here. But it takes place mostly at her restaurant, Sir, and it's about the servers who work there, who are all, like, hot young people who want to be actors and singers and shit. And they're all, like, toxic and love to drink a lot and cheat on each other. And it's just, and this blowing up is just, my aunt's texting me. It's like, it is like, it's a national event. International Heather McDonald event. of Juicy Scoop fame, Heather McDonald of Juicy Scoop fame took the whole weekend investigating. Um, but I can sum all of this up on my end. Don't cheat, you assholes. Yeah, I think that, yeah. Just don't, don't cheat. Che- Break up with che- a significant other. And then fuck. And then, and also like, it's like, especially don't cheat on your significant other um, with her friend <laughs> that you guys all work with and know, like, really well. <laughs> like, don't do that. Um, yeah. That's been the Vanderpump Rules uh, drama corner. I- Justin says he's eaten at Sir twice and no one from the series was there. Um, They're never. Oh, Robbie, have you seen Milf Manor? I can't. I watched, like... Two minutes of it with Scott, and I was like, "We were both like this. It's disgusting." I can't even imagine Scott. Scott, who is in well, the Outwaters, who plays the Scott in Outwaters. I cannot imagine Scott sitting through even a minute of that show. We didn't. <laughs> Incredible, Robbie. Have you? Did you hear that? Uh, um, Lisa Wilcox is on it, aka Alice from Scream Four or Scream. Oh my God! Scream Never know, Street Four. I don't know what you're talking about. You've never seen Nightmare on Elm Street 4? Nightmare on Elm Street 4. Yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street 4. Um, I don't remember that one. I only really watched the first one and Wes Craven's new Nightmare on... Um, oh I've seen gosh, all of them. You're missing out. I've seen all of them, but I only really watched the first one and Wes Craven's new Nightmare. Well, the final girl from Nightmare on Elm Street 4 is on Milf Manor. That's so weird. I still can't believe that shit. I can't either. And this week's episode... Uh, their challenge was they had to go through um, piles of dirty laundry and determine which one belonged to their parents. No! Their Shut mother, up! Which one belonged to their son. And one of them took one of the... <laughs> one of the thongs and was flossing his teeth. No. Stop it right the fuck now. We have to change the fucking subject. <laughs> Terry, what, fucking, what the fuck found footage movies did you watch? Fucking guts. Just, why? I wouldn't even do that with a clean thong. <laughs> I watched Horror in the High Desert 2. <laughs> so did Terry! Oh, Yay! So did I. We can talk about Horror in the High Desert. I thought, I thought because I know that you, Robbie, you know Dutch. I know you'd seen the first one. I wasn't sure if you'd watched the second one yet. I loved the um, first one, and I, I was in a bad mood last night, so I asked Dutch to please send me the new one. <laughs> <laughs> please let me like, watch something that will scare me. <laughs> one of the only movies I'm really excited for. Like, I mean, like, I just really want to see i was trying to hold off until unnamed footage festival to see it in a theater but i was just in such a pissy mood last night i needed 
to watch something I was really excited for. And I, um, and Real Housewives of New Jersey didn't make it to um, Peacock yet. Oh, okay. So Terry watched both of them, right, Terry? You watched the I first did. and second one. So before we talk about the second one. The first time. Before we talk about the second one with Robbie. What'd you think of the first one? Um, I really enjoyed it. I wasn't really sure what I was getting myself into. Okay. I didn't know that it was sort of like a a documentary type, mockumentary type thing. Mockumentary? Pseudo documentary? Fake documentary is what I call them. Pseudo documentary is what I say. <laughs> Pinky out with my sparkling water. <laughs> Pinky out with my cigarette. Because uh, I was like, well, I, I'm gonna, we're going to be in the at the unnamed footage festival and the sequel is going to be there although i'm not going to end up being able to see the sequel because i will be flying home that night um but i was like i need to watch the first one and so i did and uh i i had a really good time um the has some really scary moments in it i thought the first one i find so convincing it is definitely the rare fake documentary that you can show a friend and convince them it's real there are many moments in that that gave me chills, but the second one tops it. I loved it. I loved it. The second one is really scary. The second one had, I talked about this last episode. The last one had me fucking nose cover. Like I said, I put a picture on Twitter of me covering my face. I was watching that. I was grabbing Steve's leg going, ookie spooky, because <laughs> I was so scared. Um, it, Yeah. Well, there's like this uh, extended, I mean, without getting into spoilers, there's like this extended sequence of um, uninterrupted tension, I would say, where like you're just wanting something to happen. And I would say that, that Dutch does a really good job of like just really letting us sit in that for a very extended amount of time, where I, too, was sitting there with my, my shirt up over my nose, which is the universal sign for being afraid, I think. I, um, I agree. Very much agree. Yeah, no, I was laying sideways. I was laying, I was laying horizontal watching it on my bed, which is my but couch you, on the so floor. So you liked it, Robbie, though? Which is why I'm single. What? <laughs> you liked it, Robbie? <laughs> oh, yes. Very much. Very much. It's really cool to see Dutch growing as a filmmaker, too. I love that, Terry, you've watched both of them now. Like, where I'm, I really have made you a found footage <laughs> You're going to a found footage festival with me. Like, look how far you've come. <laughs> but, okay, speaking of the found footage festival, though, mm. you have a movie. We're all going to be in the at the unnamed footage festival. Your movie is premiering. Tinsman Road. Just, oh, don't hype it. <laughs> don't hype it. Oh, oh do we not want to, like, <laughs> make the, uh, the, uh, the global conspiracy about yeah, this movie, too? Don't. So bad, but you you both haven't seen it anyway, so you can't like it. No. Yeah. Oh no, well. I'm not part of the cabal yet. <laughs> yeah. What would you like to know? What's it about? It's about a guy named Robbie. Oh. Who returns home to the backwoods of New Jersey three years after his sister goes missing, and moves back in with his mommy, who believes in angels and signs and. Uh, thinks that um, there's a presence in the house and she thinks that presence is comforting because, you know, she misses my sister. So that's what I'll leave it at. Uh, it was shot on mini DV. So that was oh, interesting. Wow. You both know that. No, but <laughs> Our listeners don't, Robbie. <laughs> um, it was shot on, <laughs> shot on mini DV. 
What? Yeah. Can you believe? Who well, is she? No, but I guess what is interesting about that is I made that before I even met you two. So I was editing Outwaters and made this whole other movie without any... It, it, and I think it's a good thing that I didn't, like, make a movie, get all this reaction and feedback, and then be, like, have that all in my brain while I was making yeah. the movie. I just made the next movie. And it's very different than Outwaters, uh, despite it also being found footage. It looks different, feels different. It's a straightforward story. So people who did not enjoy the Outwaters may enjoy this one. People who liked it um, may like it as well. It's just a totally different movie, as all movies should be unless they're sequels and stuff. But yeah, it was uh, scary shooting mini TV because I forgot that your tapes can get eaten. And so it'd be like shooting for two days and then like transferring a little mini DV tape to, uh, to uh, my old college era MacBook Pro that's about to explode, hoping that the computer doesn't explode and the tape doesn't get eaten. And uh, one tape did get eaten, but luckily nothing really that important was on it. I can't imagine doing that, honestly. Like, that's that sounds har- actually kind of harrowing for filming. It was a little harrowing, because I would have to sit there for an hour while the tape transferred, as it transferred. Just every moment, you're like, don't get eaten. And then you have to get to get that off the computer, have to export it for an hour. It's just like, so 30-something hours of footage was literally 30-something hours of sitting and literally watching, and then 30-plus wow. hours of exporting. Um, so like 70 hours of sitting and waiting and hoping and clutching my gold my my, my guido gold chain (laughs) because i haven't had any pearls in a while (laughs) no pearl necklaces terry can't even say it without laughing i was gonna Um, more like a more like a pearl throat swab (laughs) okay this is like, I mean, Outwaters is unrated, so sorry. I assume this podcast is unrated. It is unrated. No, it's, oh, it's rated G yeah. for everyone. Oh, yeah, no, just kidding. It's definitely not explicit. <laughs> not at all. So, anyway. Was, so your mom is, is in the, is in Tinsmore. Good segue. Right? Um, <laughs> Speaking of, no. yes, Stop my, it. Stop <laughs> it right now, Terry. Fucking God. <laughs> My mom is in Tinsman Road, and she's very good. Is she? She's has more. She's a pretty big role in it, right? Yes. Yeah, she's like uh, the main character aside from myself. <laughs> Barbarina says I'm gonna get my milf manor privileges revoked. <laughs> oh god, I even forgot about that portion. Oh. <laughs> when he says shout out to Robbie's mom, she's so rad. Mm. Well, I'm really excited for people to see her in the movie because she gets a chance to really do a bunch of. Um, stuff and in the outwater she's great but obviously it's um little moments and this is a whole yeah. role and so i am really excited for people to see that because she's and it's also exciting like to the the last two movies i made ex Valis and outwaters are both very different as well but they're both very flowy uh or wash over you experiential kinds of things so it was mm-hmm. nice to get back to um more like story and character and, and that kind of stuff. Obviously, like Tinsman Road's still a little artsy, but there's a straightforward story to follow. So yeah, it won't alienate as many people unless you hate mini DV, in which case, like, why are you listening to this? 
<laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> Mini TV fans only. I'm also excited for everyone to see Card Zero and file VL mm-hmm. numbers. I can. I'm so sorry. I can six never two remember. Four. Six two four. Six two four. I'm yeah. excited for those. I lo- the Outwaters Extended Universe is amazing. Thanks for people who thought the Outwaters was too long. Here comes fifty five more minutes. Extended lore. I love extended lore of gay trauma and um... <laughs> and creepy shit. Glitches and gay. Gay glitches. Gay glitches. Gay glitches. That's what I am. I am a gay glitch. Hell yeah. I'll, let's make shirts. Gay glitches. With rainbow glitches. Ooh. We'll get Rob Sheridan to yes. design it. He's really good at glitch art. <laughs> He'll design us a shirt. Let's say gay glitches. I have I have nothing to talk about this week, which sounds so shitty, but like I saw... I saw Scream 6, and I don't want to talk about it yet, because oh. no one else has seen it, so I don't want to share any spoilers. And then I've watched a bunch of South by Southwest movies that I can't talk about yet. So I've, wa- I've watched, like, ten movies, and I can't talk about any of them. It was a great use of my time. <laughs> well, I watched Real Housewives of New Jersey. Amazing. I watched Real Housewives of Potomac. Pretty good. And is I watched... Is that the, is that the um, reunion for Potomac? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't watched that one. Yet. I haven't watched that episode. Pretty yet. good. Some moments. Um, and I watched Bros for the third or fourth time because even though I made a whole poll and had people vote and about nine hundred people voted on which horror movie I haven't seen, I should watch. Um, I wound up watching Bros for the third time because my straight friend wanted to watch Bros, and I thought, I'm so down. I love Bros. Yeah, I, I think it's really be good. like apologetic about liking it because you know how like the gays can be about like being oh. a proper gay like ooh, the, yeah, hey yeah. guess what i fucking love bros it's great it, it, makes it me is warm and great. happy and it makes me hopeful for love and it's it's a good one so yeah and i saw it in the theater and everybody was laughing all the time it's actually aside from all that it's like actually funny which is important for it's very funny yeah i actually feel like where that movie w- may have gone wrong in terms of not doing that well is like their trailers i didn't find the trailers for bros like funny but i knew the movie was going to be because i knew who was behind it um so i feel like that may have cost a little i think the trailers just didn't really make me laugh even though i knew it was going to be funny if that makes sense justin says why is steve the most iconic bros character the other guy in the orgy and (laughs) (laughs) poor steve Mm -hmm. yeah in there (laughs) (laughs) yes your husband was in bros at an orgy. Is four technically an orgy? I don't think so. I think it's five. Is it five? I don't know the rules. Feels like five. I think five is the is the number. Because it's like usually like a threesome, a foursome, and then five sum is not a thing. I think orgy. Yeah. Maybe? I don't know. I'm I'll 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 okay. figure it out in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> I heard this <laughs> I'll report back. Cool. Please do. On the ground reporting from Robbie Oh, sorry, Dutch. I can't make horror in the high desert too because I'm trying to figure out if an orgy is four, five, or ten people. <laughs> Where's your bathhouse here in SF? Mine, mine is walking distance. You know. <laughs> Are you in WeHo? Mm-mm. Oh, we don't want to talk to you. If WeHo had a bathhouse, it would be, like, so much nicer than this fucking 
East Hollywood one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, That's really, though. Like, I've gone there once just to swim, literally, because it was really hot and I don't have air conditioning. I was like, I need to just, like, just go in a pool. And, like, just, you know, poolside BJ's happening. I'm just, like, trying to catch a tan. <laughs> I went there twice on Molly. That was nice. And then I went there once to work out because they have a gym. I love that you're going there for all, like, ha- all the reasons. Like, just... Sun's out, guns out. <laughs> I went to just catch a tan and go swimming. <laughs> oh my gosh, that needs to be the, the thumbnail. The thumbnail. <laughs> oh my, oh my God. goodness. Wait, okay, before we move on to your pick, Robbie, I need to watch Real Housewives of New Jersey. I have not watched oh, an episode it's... of that one. That's like the one franchise I haven't started. And I know you love that one. Oh, it's great. It's great. Okay. Actual family drama that's interesting. Yeah. And like, is it the new season that just started? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which season is it? 13. Okay. It premiered the same week as The Outwaters, which made me happy. Aw. Synergy. (laughs) New Jersey love forever. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. See, that's all part of the... The The Outwaters conspiracy. Yeah, I was like, where am I, where am I yeah. going with this? The Illuminati. Exactly. I need to watch season 10 of Orange County. Orange County? It's been a year. It has been a year. Okay, I will. Once this festival is over and I'm done with MILF Manor, which is the highest class of reality TV, I will. I'll start watching that. Vomit. That's we're going to cover on Little Cuts. We're just going to cover watching Real Housewives. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that was my week. It was Horror in the High Desert 2, Bros, Housewives, Housewives, and Pump. I love the range. And I think I had to watch my movie for, like, the 8 millionth time for some reason. Like, to do something. Oh, oh I had to, like, so, watch to- it to re- figure out what noises I need to go to the desert to record for the for the foreign where they dub it and it's just the background so i went to the desert for like the 30th time on saturday with scott to record noises of us walking me running but without that's a real one. Oh, it was a lot what that you going you're going ah! <laughs> i'm just screaming over it like i just had to redo a lot of the motions without making any noises out of my mouth weird that's weird. it was it was kind of funny there's probably there's some footage that's pretty amusing of scott and i like mimicking motions without speaking <laughs> just to get little things like this like little like oh yeah things yeah. i had my friend over here the other night i'm like can you come over and for like hug you a few times and i have to like hand you a bag <laughs> What is, like, what kind of weird content are you making? And you're like, don't worry about it. <laughs> Outwaters. For those who want voices that are not the annoying white voices of me and my friends, um, <laughs> you can hear the dubbed version. So Justin said that if no one has seen The Ritz, starring Rita Moreno, Moreno and Treat Williams and F. Murray Abraham, wow, about a man who hides out in a bat bath my god i cannot talk tonight about a man who hides out in a bathhouse from the mob in the 70s it's a goddamn delight my favorite bathhouse movie i didn't know that that was like a subgenre of never did i ever see a bathhouse movie i don't know probably 
might need to start. Might need to. But speaking of movies, <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> the segues. I'm sorry. I know. Speaking of <laughs> movies. Yeah, that's what we're here to talk about. Is it? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Fucking whatever. Anyway, sorry. That was incredible. <laughs> what movie are we talking about today, Robbie? Oh, I forgot. Again. Planet of Dinosaurs, you absolutely weirdo. (laughs) So, why Planet of Dinosaurs? Why did you pick this movie for us to watch? There was another movie that was more, like, obvious. I forget now what it was. Punishment Park. Oh, yeah, which is amazing, by the way. I know, I want to watch it so hard. Then I thought more people need to know about Planet of Dinosaurs. Not Planet of the Dinosaurs, Planet Planet of Dinosaurs. Um, it's been an early, it was a favorite of mine since I was a kid. I would, I think I watched it so much that my parents had to buy me a new tape. Um, Mm -hmm. it's a 1978 stop motion animation dinosaur movie, which is pretty strange because it combines like 1 million years BC and when dinosaurs ruled the earth era, like stop motion animation with kind of like seventies, eighties, like not gore but like it it's this weird combination of of old stop motion animation with like more modern 70s 80s like acting and 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 stuff like that um it's about this spaceship full of bad actors which who i love horrendous and writing the spaceship is full of bad writing um and it crashes on a planet full of dinosaurs and they basically have to survive. The survivors of the crash have to survive. And it's just like Jurassic Park meets 1 million years BC with the best kind of bad movie writing and acting. And it's it's glorious. What did you think? My favorite is, I think her name, I think the actress's name is Mary Appleseth. She plays Cindy. She's the first one to really die. Oh. And I love her monotonous voice delivery it's designed to float let me help you no (laughs) it's my job my favorite it's bad adr unfortunately it's 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 a movie that i watched i i I was really i was impressed with it i was impressed by the dinosaurs like i will say the stop motion dinosaurs and like the spider the big spider (laughs) crawling on her um I will say that was really impressive. I just wish there was more of it. I think it was what I was. I know um, it's 1977. I get that. I just wanted more dinos. Cause I think like it got a little, it drags a little, even though it's like, it's pretty short. I think I just, I don't, the characters to me aren't like really any, like they're very too. Did you see her when she had the bushes with the electronic thing and she's trying to like read the bush with the fake electronic thing. And there's like these little pieces of fruit, by the way, those little pieces of fruit that she's plucking off the the bush, they remind me of Haribo or however you say it, peaches. And every time I get Haribo peaches, I think of Planet of Dinosaurs. No. Every time I drink grape Kool-Aid, I'm going to think about the berry juice that he fermented. Oh my God. Yes. The Dance of Desire. How the Dance of Desire. Listen, I had Michelle do the Dance of Desire in the same place <laughs> where they filmed Planet of Dinosaurs while we were filming card zero because card zero one of the locations is that oh one of the low secret locations is where they well i guess 
it's called it's Vasquez Rock because you can just look up where they film Planet of Dinosaurs. So I intentionally went to film a big part of Card Zero at Vasquez Rock and got some of the same shots. Wow, that's how much I love this dinosaur. Holy movie. shit! So I did have it's not in the final cut, but I did have Michelle do the Dance of Desire. She did. She didn't know what it was, so I just say, just say Dance of Desire and, and dance. <laughs> so she did. There's a still from her doing the Dance of Desire with a feather at the end, for those who are really into this. Wait, so are you, like, did you just, like, love dinosaur movies? I know you've posted some really funny, like, pictures of, like, your draw- dinosaur drawings, and I think you posted an ad uh, outfit of you as a kid in, like, a, like a Jurassic Park outfit. outfit. Um, so cute. It's so cute. Smug little fucker. Oh, your little lunchbox. My little Jurassic Park lunchbox. Yeah, I was totally into dinosaurs and like in the straight to DVD era, like Komodo and okay, King Hell Cobra, yeah. Carnosaur. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck yeah! Wait, how old were you when you saw Planet of Dinosaurs? Oh, like three. Okay. Oh my god. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you watch a lot of like the Harry? Uh, Housen, is that his name? Um, Ray Harryhausen. Ray Harryhausen. Yeah, I was like, why? why yeah. am I... from an early age, I, I like it was Beast. Of, I think this Beast of twenty from Twenty Thousand Fathoms, The Giant Behemoth, all the King Kong stuff. King Kong Lives, which is actually just coming came out on Umbrella from Australia. Shout out Umbrella Entertainment. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, all of those and. Uh, the one when dinosaurs ruled the earth was my favorite. I think besides Planet of Dinosaurs, it was the sequel to One Million Years BC with Raquel Welch's uh, When Dinosaurs Ruled the Earth. So good, especially if you're like, you're like a young gay that doesn't understand that you're gay. There's these like oiled tan, basically loincloth lead characters, just like sweating and yeah. and just not talking. There's some of that here. At the end, especially. I love the dude that's just shirtless with tight white pants the entire time. That I mean, that he shows up on the, the poster of the movie. And I just, I, first of all, I love this poster. But I love that he is literally shirtless the entire movie. Given, given the gays what they need. Shout out to the Natural History Museum of Los Angeles. I gave them a Planet of Dinosaurs poster because they didn't have that. They have a room where they work on the dinosaur bones. And you can, like, watch them work on the dinosaur bones. And they had, like many of the dinosaur posters but they did not have that one so my friend's a paleontologist that worked there and i gave um him the poster so they have it now that's wild so what's your favorite dinosaur one funny thing that that i realized watching this is that i was watching this scene and i was like boy this this scene looks so familiar and it's when i think his name is harvey he gets chased by a triceratops and then gets gored on the edge of a cliff and thrown off. And I was like, oh, shit. This is the scene that Alamo has used for their do not talk. Because, like, the moment that it was finished, I was like, I, like, just recited the words. If you talk, uh, we'll, don't talk or we'll throw the, or we'll send the Triceratops after Mm -hmm. you. And then it's like a shot of him dead on the, on the ground, all gored up. And I was like, oh, my God, (laughs) this is where they, they got that from. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. I really do hope people watch it. It's a great bad movie, like a great bad movie. Oh, but a positive not bad aspect of it is the awesome synth score. Like the awesome synth score. I did like the synth score. I was very into mm-hmm. the score. I was I was into that. I was into like how the dinosaur like the dinosaur kills. They were very good. I did, I also loved when 
the woman goes out and she's like going out and she's like laying on the rock and like yelling at this as a dinosaur is going at her and it's just like incredible just like cutting back to the dinosaur and her and the dinosaur and her just like like a cockroach on her back just like Um, and then they throw the spear and the laser, and then he's like brandishing the knife at the dinosaur. And he's as tall as the dinosaur. It looks like it's just it's beautiful. It's beautiful. my favorite character as a young gay was um, uh, Harvey's assistant. Was it like oh, I forget her name Velma or Velma? But Harvey's Durna? Assistant. is her name Durna? That's what I'm yes. looking at the IMDb oh, list. Yeah. yeah, she was my favorite. I was so sad. She was rocking the bikini top and the bell bottoms, right? Hell yeah. <laughs> Steve walked behind me. He's like, this is the most 70s looking movie I've ever seen. Just like the <laughs> outfits really are just like is. so tight. And like, there's like a tight turtlenecks. Like, it's very, it's incredible. Um, thank you for bringing this to us. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. And the guy, the main, you know how there's two main character, guy main characters and they're like at odds with each other. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. The one of them's from the original Hills Have Eyes. Oh. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. By the end of the movie, there's, like, I think five of them left. Yeah. Three guys and two girls. Yes. Do they all just fuck you? Yeah, no, they're, yeah. they're rebuilding society. Yeah, there's a baby. No, but I mean, like, all of them just get in an orgy and... We should ask, that. We should ask them That's how many orgy. people can constitute an orgy. They probably know. Yeah. No, yeah, they're starting a new society on Planet of Dinosaurs. I think that might be where we came from, y'all. From their society. I think Adam that Adam and more... Eve, more like Adam and dinosaur. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I That's do I think there was a poignant moment when they're looking at the fire and wistfully talking about earth and how they miss earth. I did actually find that poignant. Yeah. I, I made all the bad writing. I was like, Oh, they've been gone so long. Justin, I just got off a gay cruise. I promise five or more is an orgy. Honestly, yeah, you are the expert, Justin. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for doing the research for us, Justin. We appreciate your sacrifice. So I did love, I love the the, uh, stop motion animation in this one. Uh, it, It looked really good. And I, I grew up watching a lot, a lot of the, those like King Kong, uh, Jason the Argonauts, like a lot of his work, a lot of Harry Housen's work. And so this was, it was really cool. I was really surprised at how interactive it was with the humans and the dinosaurs in some scenes. It was um, surprisingly well done. I believe that's where all the budget went to though. Yeah. Oh, before I forget, I could send you a still comparison of card zero to one of the shots in Planet of Dinosaurs. So you could use that for like some kind of Please do. Please do. Um, I believe it won a Saturn award for special effects. It did. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like, I get that. Again, like, those special effects were pretty incredible. Especially when he stabs the spider. I thought that was really cool. Like, when, like, I was like, wait, hold on, that's actually pretty fucking impressive. For as bad as the writing is, like, the action with the dinosaurs is very impressive. Bringing me a surprise spider moment, Robbie. I was so thankful that it looked fake, because otherwise we would have been having a fight. <laughs> oh, I'll bring some spiders to San Francisco for you. You do, and I'm never talking to yeah, you Yeah, you again. will. No, I won't. <laughs> you don't understand my fear of spiders. I will not. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. And your friendship will be over. No. Yeah. Oh, my God. I don't take spiders lightly. Friendship over, over spiders. Aside from Jurassic Park, do you all have a favorite dinosaur movie? Oh, and to answer your question, Mary Beth, my favorite dinosaur is the Utah Raptor. 
which is okay. more like what an actual Velociraptor looks like. The Velociraptor in reality is way smaller. It's actually a little bit based on the Utah Raptor. And there is a book by Robert Backer, um, who is mentioned, I think it's mentioned in Jurassic Park, possibly, whatever. There's a book by Robert Backer, which is a favorite book of mine when I was little called Raptor Red. And it's told through the eyes of a Utah Raptor as it moves through its life. Um, oh. oh, shit. Oh, here it is. So, Raptor Red. Oh. Beautiful cover. Okay. That's, so it that's is a beautiful cover. Yeah. This was a favorite book of mine when I was a wee boy. I love Triceratops and Brontosaurus. You'd like my friend, the paleontologist, because um, he studies um, um, sauropods. And I like theropods. Oh, sauropods. I love them. I wanted to be a paleontologist when I was younger. I used to um, I used to watch that show, Dinotopia. If you ever watched it, it was like a mini series and it was a series of books. And I was convinced that I could write dinosaur languages, so I made up different dinosaur languages to speak to different dinosaurs. Oh, good. I made an I Still Know What You Did Last Summer board game with a dock and everything. No. I, I, I propped the dock up so you could put the... I made like a little Brandy and a little Jennifer Love Hewitt, a little Matthew wow. Stout. Wow. And I, you, could, you could go... They go out onto the dock and I had like palm trees that I carved out and colored so you could play. I wish... I can't believe I... I can't believe I... Um, I was going to say deleted that because... <laughs> These days we delete things. I can't believe I um, threw that out. That would be worth so much money. I can't either. It was so fun. What was like the point? What was the? What this was... is like a normal board game where you pick your character. I was always Brandy, and um, move throughout the you know board to try to get. I think maybe to the end of the dock or something like that eventually. Okay. And there was you know the fisherman hook guy, and he was chasing you, and I forget now, but. Um, okay. you just have to avoid him and different things happen. How old were you when you made that? Whenever that came out. Nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, because I know you did last time I was ninety seven, I think, and then so I still know it would be at ninety eight and then I would have made it immediately. Mm -hmm. I was so obsessed with both of them. Minus Jack Black's uh hair. I oh, love I always forget he's in that. I hate him in that movie. He's not good in that movie. I always forget he's in that movie too. No, I really hope they bring Brandy back for the supposed reboot. And if they don't, oh I'm, yeah, I'm not gonna do the thing that all the screen people said where they boycott it. Like I'm not doing that. I will see it obviously, but it, it's just such a missed opportunity if they don't get. I think Carla was her character name back because she survived. She, spoiler yeah. for nineteen ninety eight. Did you have a favorite movie? Uh, dinosaur movie, Mary Beth. Um. Besides Jurassic Park, Dinotopia, but that wasn't really a movie. It was a mini series, and I really love oh, The Land Before Time. A long The Land movie. Before Time. The Land Before Time was also <gasps> a favorite of mine. Oh, that movie makes me sad. Oh yeah, it's fucking depressing. But yeah, those were those were the faves. I didn't see a lot of dino. I actually don't think I watched a lot of like dinosaur things. I just fucking loved um, Jurassic Park. I watched it all the time. My favorite is Tammy and the T Rex. I still haven't watched that, but I have it. Oh my god, it's so fun. It's so dumb. It's incredible. Denise Richards fucking animatronic T-Rex. It's just, it's poetry. And Velocipaster. Oh, oh Velocipaster can't, rules. Can't do it. I know you like the sci-fi <laughs> movies, I just can't. Like, I like Planet of Dinosaurs because they were really trying to make something good. 
or and it wasn't but when they're really just like yeah we know this is shit and we're just gonna have fun with how shitty it is like i can't because then it's this, a different kind of effect it has like all right you know what i'm saying i just yeah i just don't think like i'm thinking i'm looking at i, I literally was just pulling this out of my butt because i do enjoy both of them but i'm like i don't i'm looking at the movies about dinosaurs and aside from the Jurassic Park movie, I don't know if there really is any of that. And Line Before Time, like, as a kid, that was, like, iconic for me. I'm excited for 60, 65. Is that I'm what it's seeing called? it. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited for that one, too. Adam Driver running after, running away from dinosaurs? I mean, come on. I feel Hopefully. bad that it's up against Scream, though. I, I hope that people see it and not just Scream. But we'll see. Well, I'm seeing it. They'll get my $15. Woo! Well, Robbie... Thanks for joining us. Oh, is that it? First ever yeah. guest, Little Cuts. Yes. <laughs> Whatever. Where can people find you? Don't. Okay, cool. Um, awesome. <laughs> Pretend Robbie is nothing. Don't perceive don't me. Don't perceive me. He's a gay glitch. He does not exist. I'm a gay glitch and I don't exist. Follow the follow the conspiracies and then you'll find me. Follow the money. At the very tip top of it. Follow the money. But yeah, do know that when, if you do happen to check out Card Zero, it was filmed in the same place as Planet of Dinosaurs. And everyone should watch Planet of Dinosaurs and do a little dance of desire for your loved one, or in my case, by myself. That's what I'll be doing too. I'll go do it for Steve and see what he said. I'll, I'll report back and see what Steve <laughs> yeah, thinks about just the dance. The it's, like, it's like this. Yeah, he'll be like, are you okay? <laughs> like, what? Oh, and they're, like, pouring pouring the grape juice wine down there, and it's like, spills all over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just, just go out to Steve and start doing that. <laughs> so hot. Do it. Never been more seductive in my entire life. Please see this movie. Please practice the Dance of Desire. Please spill wine all over your face. Uh, Robbie, I can't wait to see you in like literally two weeks from today. We'll be we'll be flying out to San Francisco. Shit. I'm excited to see you. And you're gonna meet Scott and my mom. Yeah, and your mom. And hopefully so Julian from Card Zero. Oh my God, Julian! Hmm. Wow. So should be fun. Yay! Oh, I am so excited. So yes, thank you for having me. Sorry for all the inappropriate stuff. Apologize Ugh, for being I know. <laughs> Never apologize. I only do like once or twice a year. But Terry, who are we chatting with uh, on Monday? We are chatting with uh, Christine Makepeace, and she brought with her Punky Brewsters, The Perils of Punky, <laughs> part one and two. It's wild. And it's wild. It's wild. It, it's, quite, it's quite a choice, and I respect her for it, so... You seem more excited about that than Planet of Dinosaurs. <laughs> I would not actually watch Planet of the Dinosaurs over that again, honestly. Yeah. Although they both do share um, an animatronic, uh, like, well, not animatronic, like a, a spider, a giant oh, spider. Oh, yeah. That's true. Attack. That is very true. Well, listeners, you've heard from us. We want to hear from you. Did you watch anything that we watched this week and have thoughts? Do you have suggestions for things we should be covering? Send us an email at scarforlifepodcast at gmail.com or reach out to us directly on Twitter. I'm at MV McAndrews. <laughs> and everyone try to find Terry's ex from high school who watched 
oh carry with them or something like that. Jennifer Smith, have at it. Find her. Wow, what a what a <laughs> generic what a generic name. I know, right? Uh, also, follow our podcast on Twitter at Scar Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of following, uh, and please don't forget to review, rate, and subscribe, and support us through Patreon. Yeah, there was another scarred for life thing. Hmm. <laughs> you you could be watching this chaos kind of unfold right here, um, and you could also listen to our Fresh Wounds episode that we just dropped on a uh, New Order, fucked up movie. Yes, you sure can. What a segue. Uh, thank you to Eric Power for artwork. Thank you to Sean Keller for our music. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Please stay safe out there. But most importantly, stay creepy. You absolute freaks. <laughs> Until next time. scratchers to scratch there's a playful way you can do just that scratch with the key or acrylic nail scratch with the quill from a porcupine tail use a belt buckle from your friend lamar or scratch with your pick while you play guitar you can scratch in a bunch of different playful ways scratchers from the california lottery a little play can make your day please play responsibly must be 18 years or older to purchase player claim ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. What is The Briefing Room? It's a behind-the-scenes look at how the criminal justice system works and the lives of the people within that system. If you love true crime, well, these are the real people who do the job every day of making sure justice is served. Hi, I'm Detective Dave. I'm Detective Dan. Together, we have decades of experience in local law enforcement, a profession that we think is often misunderstood. So we're going to explore how to do it right, and we won't shy away from when it's done wrong. These are stories you'll hear nowhere else. Unique, frank, and unvarnished. From the team that brought you Small Town Dicks, this is The Briefing Room. Episode 1 drops on August 30th. We'll meet you in The Briefing Room. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. <laughs>